Hi, and welcome to The Curve Weekly, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all the money, business, and stock market tea. Everyone should experience first class at least once in their lives, and Annie shouldn't miss out just because she can't afford it. Help me, I'm poor. So I just did a quick little bathroom stop before we started recording. Oh, God. And I feel like I need to confess something that I've done my whole life, and I don't know why I do it. It's quite strange. You don't wash your hands? No, I definitely wash my hands. <laughs> quite a germaphobe. But I go to- You th- dance in the toilets. I do that. That's actually yeah. not it. Yeah. When I'm nervous, I go to the bathroom and dance. It's funny. When we were before a really big meeting the other day, Sophie was taking forever in the toilet, and I was like- Okay, poor girl, either something's up or – and then I was like, no, I know exactly what she's doing. Uh, it's starting to get to the point where you know me so well it's weird. It's creepy, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you said something to me the other day. Oh, that's right. I was ending a meeting with, in a real hurry. I was like, all right, this has been a great chat. Thanks so much and goodbye. And after I didn't – I honestly didn't consciously end the meeting like this, but Fakir looks at me and goes, you need to go to the bathroom, don't you? And I was like – I do actually, and ran off. And ran off. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, but no. The weird thing that I've been doing. I reckon the- we could start a whole podcast on your bladder. Honestly, no, no, no. That's so boring. Sorry, I'm not going to talk about how no, shit my bladder is. No, but it's like, yeah. No, no. The weird. Maybe I'll start a montage of the times that Sophie's. Like we have an hour meeting and halfway through she's like, I'm just getting to go to the bathroom. I'm like, girl, it's an hour. Like, Last night we were presenting some to someone, and I um. <laughs> I took my video off and ran to the low mid oh, presentation. You? Yeah, oh, I didn't even because you were talking, and I thought, oh. "Keep talking, Vic. You got this." Oh, sure. <laughs> and I ran off to the low. You got this. You got this, girl. <laughs> Just hoping you wouldn't throw it at me. No. So the thing that I do, yeah. and I've done since I was really young, and I don't know what it means about me. I'm not sure if anyone else can relate to this. Probably not. I often in public toilets. It's so. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, I know you're looking at me like I don't reckon this is one of these things you should share on the podcast. I sometimes don't close the door. And I just we and I don't know what it is. I don't. I think it's when uh, I'm in a hurry. I've started undoing my pants before I've closed the door and like. Yeah. No, no. This is just like it's almost like a thrill of like is someone going to come in? I don't know the what poor it person is. Person that comes in. I know. I know. It's You're like, very like liberal like that though. Yeah. Like we were in the po- another podcast studio and she just starts taking clothes off and he's the poor technical guy's like. We had an audio engineer who. Yeah. And I think you forget that it's like, it's fine for you, but sometimes yeah, I need to think people, of, yeah, 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 true. Actually, my brother used to say that to me. I remember we were on a hike. It's like, you know, those mums that are like, oh, I don't care. I've seen it all before. Oh, it's and you're like, like no, but I'm like a pubescent teenager. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> no, I, um, I think I, I remember on a hike, we did like a family hike for my dad's birthday. Yeah. It was quite cute. Actually, we did the, it was one of the great New Zealand walks, yeah. the root burn. And we got like, so it's a split family. My mother, my stepmom is also, her last name is, starts with an H. And so obviously it is mine. And they got team <laughs> hats made, team oh. H. And we wore them. There was all the kids. Anyway, the point to the story was I remember getting dressed because I was just like, I don't care. Or I walked down the hallway in my bra and undies or something, and my brother was like, Sophie, you're so disgusting. Like, <laughs> cover up. And I was like, oh, my God, get over yourself. But then yeah, it's one of those examples where it's yeah. like, yeah, it's fine for you. I don't care. But other people might be like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry, that was a rant. Uh, so it's been a big week this week. Oh, so much news going on. It's just so weird how excited you get about this. I know. But it's good. Thank yeah. God someone does. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness one person in the world does. <laughs> um, so there is a lot to talk about. So we're going to be a bit of a quick fire. Boom, 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 boom round. Oh, ritual. You told me to remind you we're doing a podcast oh, yeah, ritual. Yeah, we'll do it after. Okay, okay, okay. But, but got apparently got an idea that she wants yeah. to. You'll be really happy with me. Okay. 
Anyway, okay. Uh, so the S and P five hundred now is only five percent away from its all time highs in December twenty twenty one. So we have almost remember how much of a shocker twenty twenty two was in terms of stock market performance. Yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I know it just all yeah. blurs into one. I know it does, and now it's yeah, it's like year by year. Anyway, so <laughs> twenty twenty. That's how the world. That's how life works. No, I just love that sometimes you're like, I know what I'm saying is boring. I'm just going to stop yeah. mid sentence. <laughs> so twenty twenty two was a shocker of a year. Twenty twenty one was really good. So we've now pretty much gained back to where we were. Where we were. Yeah, which is pretty incredible. So the stock market's up about twenty percent year to date, and we're really only in July. So quite. Quite amazing mm. that we've we're only five percent away from the previous all time high that it's ever ever been the S and P five hundred. Yeah, wow, that is pretty good. Yeah, so this is why we say you know invest for the long term, <laughs> zoom out, take a long term view. Yes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it is reporting season at the moment. Oh yeah, we we're spoke still about in week. reporting season. Yeah, uh, but there is more than a hundred and sixty, so one six zero. Companies reporting this week. Out How of the are you going to choose what you talk about? Well, I've got 160 to talk about. So Lol, <laughs> imagine. Lol, dad joke. <laughs> so out of the S&P 500, so the 500 companies, there's about there's over 160 reporting this week. So it's a big, big week. Um, and we've got a lot of the big you know, household names, the big tech companies, Microsoft, you know, all of those really epic companies. So we recently did a, like a big research piece on our audience and something that I thought was quite interesting is mm. that a lot of people have just started listening to this podcast recently and they haven't zoomed back to the beginning. Yes. So, so they will not know <laughs> So some, my favorite stock of all time <laughs> is good old Microsoft. So this has been like a real ongoing joke for some time now because Vic just froths a boring company. And when yeah. I say boring, I mean, obviously they've had amazing returns, but yeah. Microsoft um, is a true love of Vix for yes. anyone that doesn't know. Yes. Also, if you are new to the podcast, highly recommend zooming back and listening to some old podcasts and not because, um, I don't know, it's just we don't we don't touch on those key lessons and things that you should know about and understanding the stock market and how things work now because we kind of just expect everyone to be up to date. So if you're like, oh, it'd be really good to have the basics down, Zoom like right back to the beginning and have a little flick through. Yes, yeah. So Microsoft has reported its results and I'm judging <laughs> by that little grin. Well. Oh, no. So... You know, it's not going to shoot the lights out. You know, it's a slow and steady grower. It's a boring company. It's the it's the tortoise and the tortoise and the hare, you know, but it has done. It's up 50% this year so far. That's huge. Yeah, considering we just said the market, well, the, the index, the S&P 500, is up 20%. So it's outperformed the index by 30%, which is pretty incredible. And so that basically means because the index is up, wow, I just realized you can see my underwear. Because the index is up 20% year to date, as yep. Vic just said, Microsoft is up 50%, but it's basically outperforming what the benchmark is by yes, 30. By 30, if yeah. If that makes sense. Yes, yeah. So um, so pretty good. And especially for a company this size. I mean, it's a massive, massive company. We're not talking about a small, you know, small company doubling or whatever. Yeah, huge. But anyway, so it reported its result and it actually didn't do very well. But 
don't freak out. Don't worry, I'm no, not no, panicking. <laughs> don't you worry. So uh, this happens. You, re- you report your results four times a year. There's going to be some volatility. There's going to be some sh- share price movements. It's really a, good, a really good reminder not to get stressed out about the short-term fluctuations and, and movements of the share price. Take a long-term view. I still think Microsoft is a really, really good company. Uh, and But the reason its share price didn't do too well after it reported its results was a slowdown in its cloud business. And when I looked into this in more depth, so its revenue growth didn't hit expectations or targets, it was all to, all to do with its slowdown in its cloud business and the revenue growth slowing down. But when I looked into this in more depth, it's slowing down from 27% per year growth to 26 So it's, it's like 1% of a slowdown in growth, and it's still growing nearly 30%, which is massive. So Snapchat, which is actually called Snap, so their share price fell about 20%. Uh, yes, because no one gives a shit about Snapchat. Yeah. Like, who is using that? It's crazy. That? It's still a $20 billion business. Why? And I just, I honestly don't know. I mean, there might be younger people listening going, I use it, I use it, but I honestly... Can't remember the last time I even used years ago. It's like fuckboy app central, totally. you know, yeah. like up to with a photo or of like, your bed or something. Like dick pick. <laughs> Maybe I need to get on it. What you no. up to? So uh, their share price was actually $83 in September 21. And it's now $12. So it's pr- its highest point that it, the share price ever reached was $83. And it's come all the way down to $12 a the share. The only reason I would consider buying Snap would be if some tech giant like Facebook bought it and thought, yeah. I'm going to give it a comeback. But that's the thing. When that is announced or if that is announced, It'll already have it's already gone. Yeah. So if you have some kind of hope that someone's going to come in and like yeah. You could just buy a few just to if see what happens. If you think their technology or their reach or their platform is really, really good, then, yeah, you'd buy some shares. Um, but it's kind of it's – a, it's a bad investment strategy to buy something in the hope that it's going to get bought out by something else. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. Because you could be waiting a couple of months. You could be waiting 10 years. It could never happen. The other one that reported was Alphabet, so that's just Google. Uh, and they, Oh, we went into their offices the other day. They're so cool. But interesting. The free food. They have like yeah. buffet breakfast every day. And Vic was just like so cool girl about it. She went and got like a tiny bit of like porridge and a coffee. And I was like, I'm going to get hash browns. All I'm going to get a bagel. I'm gonna, yeah, I literally did. So I got all the carbs. I think I even got some sweet treats. It was so exciting. It is quite like, I was actually thinking about this in the shower this morning. I was like, I love how you're so excited about everything. And it's so like, it's like the, I don't know, I can't remember the word I was thinking, but it's like the realist in me. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is nice. Yep, cool. Call me whatever you want, pessimist Polly, I don't know. But it's like the realist and almost the dreamer. Yeah. Because you're like, oh my gosh, we can do this and we can do that. And I'm like, yeah, but what about this? Yeah, 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 it's just like so annoying sometimes. I'm just like, can we just get excited for a second? I'm like, but why get excited? We we got got a cool email the other day, which I probably can't say what what about. But I was like, oh my God. She's like, well, it hasn't happened yet. I'm like, oh, just bloody hell. Give me a bit of a smile, would you? We're just a realist, you know, just a realist. But I'm that's trying, why we work well together. Yes, exactly. So anyway, Google, really, really good result. Um, and it's, it was all around its ad business. So you know, Google Ads doing really well. It's search business doing really well. And again, this, this company's up 40% this year so far. So again, outperforming that benchmark by 20%. Uh, and like it's a $1.6 trillion business, which is absolutely nuts. It was like crazy. I and forgot it, what we're talking about. Google. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Next, uh, Spotify. So Spotify had a really bad result. Oh, shit. Yeah. Its share price fell about 11% in one day, which is the biggest drop it's had since December. So it added... So it's all around subscriber growth with Spotify, really, because that leads to revenue growth and profitability. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they have this... They have paid users and unpaid users. So it added 10 million net new subscribers. And when I say net... Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just giving me the please explain eyes. Uh, it's all around, you can add customers and you can lose customers. So okay. it's, it's that offsetting. Is it a net positive or is it a net negative in terms of have you added more or have you lost more? So if you had net negative 10 subscribers, which means you've lost 10 million more than you've gained, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you may have gained 100, but you lost 110. So therefore you're net negative 10. So this is net positive 10, which is really, really good, but not good 10 enough. 10 million. 10 million, sorry. Yes, not just 10 people, yeah. <laughs> but they have, they have now half a billion people using Spotify, which is up 30% year over year. Half a billion people in this world Yeah, so why would it have gone down? Because it's all about growth and future. You know, we're, all think, we're always thinking about the future when we're investing in companies. We don't really care about what they did in the past, to be honest. It's more around can they keep that momentum. And so if you see a growth rate slowing like we did with Google and, uh, sorry, like we did with Microsoft and their cloud business slowing, a lot of people are going, oh gosh, does this mean that it's peaked? You know, you can't keep growing at this rate. You're going to keep, you're going to be growing much lower. And so this is what they're thinking with Spotify is around, you know, okay, well, your your growth rate, your growth rate is slowing. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff comes into it. But I get a bit annoyed with this chat, to be honest, because I'm like, I really believe Spotify is like one yeah. of the main, like what other streaming service is even somewhat close to Spotify? Exactly. And and I'm, I'm in the same camp. I'm like, you've got half a million Billion, isn't it? Sorry, half a billion customers, effectively. What you can do with that is so powerful. Yeah, I just, I think I understand the pessimistic approach or forward-looking, blah, blah, blah. But I just... And this is why quarterly, sorry, this is why when you report your results four times a year, it kind of frustrates me because it creates noise and people look at the results and and it makes businesses short-term focus because they're like, well, we want to do well when we report our results. It's like, no, no, you should be reporting your results once every five years, in my opinion. So therefore, you can actually work on your business, not focus on, you know, reporting good results to investors. You can actually... But do you think maybe the best way to look at it is in reporting season, when some big information's coming out, i.e. one of the CEOs is left or, you know, something genuinely bad. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, fine. Revenue's fallen by 20%. Yeah. Or like heaps of people have cancelled their membership, so it's not increasing or like whatever. Then obviously that's a different scenario and maybe could be a chance to think about, oh, is this company not doing well? But I think Netflix is a really good example of that because last year, I think it was... They had a slowdown in in, uh, in users or in, in customers because all these people got Netflix during COVID and then there was kind of a big lag because most people had had it. And so their share price fell a lot. And then that's when you bought shares. Yeah, yeah. And then, but what your view was very much that it's, I it's got the, the biggest reach. It's going gonna, it's gonna to dominate yeah. in streaming services and in content. And then now it's rebounded. And so that's why it's really good to not get too focused on those short-term movements. Yeah. And finally, to finish off the Curve Weekly for this week. Oh, no, we've actually got one more little segment. Sorry. 
it's a bit premature. Vix turned into the content creator. She's yeah. like, I've got a new ritual that we're going to do every podcast. I'm like, oh, no. I've actually come up with some great content ideas. You, you have. You've actually. I, when I'm I, in my zone, I'm in my zone. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the there has been some revisions to, like, global economic growth. So there's this, it's called the International Monetary Fund. Don't get too hung up on the name. But they come out every year with a growth forecast for the globe, like, for the world. And uh, So this is all economies combined. All countries, all economies, yeah. And so they have, I guess, updated their expectations for 2023 and they're saying that it's going to be 3% growth this year, which which is an increase from what they projected in April. So it's a really, really good sign because it means that the world is doing better than, than what they expected. Still a slowdown from 3.5% last year, but it's a really good sign. And if the, if the countries and economies and the world is growing, that means that we're not going into recession. So all of these revisions of growth upwards, you know, like numbers going from being revised from 2.8 to 3 is really, really good news. So fingers crossed, no countries end up in recession. Well, New Zealanders, sorry. Yeah. Is there any other countries around the world that are in recession? Uh, not yet. Not that I'm aware of. Not an economist, though, but I will do well, some could research. could you work on that? Yeah, I- yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So this one. So she goes, hello, I have a question. I've been investing for a while on a platform like Sharesies, but my portfolio is super fragmented, i.e. I have shares in like 20 companies or funds uh, so it's very diversified and I've picked some good stocks, but have gone they've gone up a lot, but also some that haven't done very well. So it's very diversified and I've picked up some good and I've picked some good stocks that have gone up, but also some that haven't performed very well. Welcome to the world of investing. Uh, and she goes, I was wondering, would Vic recommend to just double down on like two to six stocks? Obviously more risky, but more upside potential. What are the considerations? I should be thinking about here and what's normal. Thank you. I just heard you say on the podcast your Netflix had doubled and mine's at the same price, but I only had $50 to start with, so I'm wondering what a good strategy is. I'm confused. What's the question? Uh, so she's saying, so she's got she's got shares in like 20 different companies or funds. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, is she too diversified? You know, should she just pick a two to six stocks? She's a Woodvick recommend just doubling down. So putting more money into just two to six stocks, obviously more risky, but more upside potential. Oh, so okay. she's talking about is 22 diversified or, you know, cause some haven't done well and some have done well. Or should you just pick two to six really, really good ones? My argument would be, how do you know that those two to six that you're going to pick are going to be really good? You know, they could be the two to six stocks that are really bad and then you've just done yourself, you've put yourself in an even worse position. Mm. So 20 is a, is, is a good number for a diversified portfolio if you're, if you're picking stocks. She says she's got some funds in there, so that's diversifying even more. So funds meaning yep. managed funds, so giving it to a professional like what you or used ETFs. to do. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So she's got she's got some div- great diversification in there. Uh, the thing is, and she says it's obviously more risky to put it in a smaller number of stocks, but more upside potential. And I tend to disagree with that. How do you know that there's going to be more upside? You know, like there could be more downside. You could have in those 20 companies that you're already invested in. Uh, yeah, they, there's, there's obviously going to be some plonkers in there, but there's going to be some really good ones as well. It's really just because you invest in a smaller number of companies doesn't mean that it's going to do as good ones. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a question for yourself to think, do I really want to invest in these 20 companies? Or is there some in there that I don't want to invest in? Therefore, I'll, you could I'll, pull back I'll, a I bit. could pull back. Like 10 companies, 
to be honest, yeah, 20 companies and getting your head around and 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 following and managing and, and being aware of what's going on in 20 companies is a lot. Mm. You know, I would say... Could you set up Google alerts or something though? Yeah, but even Still then... Still annoying. Yeah, yeah, figuring, going through like four times a year when they report their results and having to go through, you know, yeah, so it's, it's a lot, lot of work. So if you don't feel like you want to do that, then yeah, ETFs and funds are a really good way of getting that diversification. We've got episodes on that if you don't know yes. what those mean. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, so there's no right number of what is a good diversified portfolio. But you're essentially yeah. saying having lots is not a downside. No, exactly. If anything, yeah. it's probably the opposite. Less doesn't mean better in terms of performance. It could mean worse because you could pick two stocks that fall 20%. Yeah, so it's just there's no, there's no right number. Uh, but, yeah, it's don't think that if you're holding less stocks, they're going to do better because they might not. Yeah. Great question. Yeah, great question. Thanks, Liv. Did we have a ritual we needed to do? We've talked about it three times. Oh, after. So not even on the podcast. No. Why do I keep bringing it up then? I don't know. Oh, my God, how embarrassing. So this is like a cute little Sophie Vic ritual that's happening off air. That no one should really know about. Okay. Good to know. I needed more of a brief Everyone's going to be like, Rachel, the <laughs> okay, well, thank you in the bathroom. for joining in, for joining in. Thanks for joining Thanks in. Thanks for joining in. While you wait, sorry, I had one more thing I wanted to say. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, yay, every yeah. episode. Amazing. However, when I was looking at how many people have rated or reviewed, it's like not that many in yeah. the hundreds. And then I go on like other podcasts and they have heaps. So can you guys not be so lazy? Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't even know how they do it. Like, I don't know follow, either, but whatever, can you please yeah. figure out how to rate the show? Because yeah. um, we want we need We want more. ratings. Yeah, <laughs> we want ratings. We're not about bribing. So like if you need something from us, you just let us know. Yeah. Okay, that was all. Bye. Love you, bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Curve Weekly. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay up to date with all the money, biz and stock market news. And if you like what you heard, we would love a review. Thank you. Yes, we would love a review. But if you did hate it, please don't leave one if you hate it. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, could you please leave a review? Because it really helps other people find our cute little podcast. And we hope you have a good week and see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Sweet. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Lol. (laughs) (laughs) See you next Tuesday. I mean Monday.